Hello, hello there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Gymnasium Podcast. As always, I am XFL Jim, joined by my lovely, illustrious, freshly groomed, with the drip co-host Chase Lupine Fiasco Sessoms. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. So I went, I went, and I got faded up, and I asked the uh, the person who faded me up to to like kind of shape up my my beard and everything. And this is the first time I've let someone like sculpt for me. And like I got to the car and I looked in the rearview mirror and I said, "Well, if I'm not just like a like a way shittier version of of Travis Kelsey, like look at this, <laughs> it's." If you've gone a long time without letting someone do your hair, especially your beard, it's nice. It's a really yeah. nice feeling. When I did it, this uh, I literally did it like three, four weeks ago. Yeah. After the last time I had anybody do my hair, it was just shaving my head and beard completely. It's a nice feeling. Right. So if it were the movie Twins, Travis Kelsey would be Arnold Schwarzenegger and I would be uh danny devito or if you want to apply the michael keaton multiplicity uh theory to it if you make a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy i'm like the eighth like kind of you know slow learning version down the line you're like one eighth travis kelsey i yeah but like not even like a good the good eighth either i'm just like you're an eighth yeah i'm just the one that like sea walks at weddings you know that's that's it it's not a bad movie. You ever had um? You ever had the the hot towel like lather up shaves and everything? Yeah, yeah, I have the straight um, razor. Yeah, I like it. Uh, the barber I go to usually like finishes the back of my your neck with the straight razor, but yeah, I've had like the full like shave before, and it's like it's insane. It's, it's like a uh, spa day. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's okay for us to take care of ourselves. It very much is. Speaking of taking care of things, can we just start off this episode? Besides that, can we like fuck AT and T? It's been it's been forever. I've missed you. I yeah, dude. This is I felt felt hollow inside without you, buddy. Uh, it's yeah. Um, someone like cut like the fiber optic cable, I guess, or it got cut somehow in our neighborhood, and so like you know, like my sister lives on the same street, and so she was down. Like we were all down from like. Monday, right when it was time to start working, all the way through like friggin' Thursday afternoon. And it it took me like very much just losing my shit uh on on the phone to get like a technician to look at it for them to even realize it was cut. Like otherwise they were just waiting for it to magically start working again. How was it having no internet? It sucked. It sucked real hard, Jim. <laughs> if I'm gonna be blunt with you, is is fucking awful. Um I watched a lot of daytime TV. I got like a good dose of uh, Savannah Guthrie and, and Hoda Kotib or whatever her last name is. Uh, I saw Jimmy Fallon way too goddamn much. Ran into a little gym called the Drew Barrymore show. She's crazy. She's, she's actually, insane. she's an insane person. Yeah. Like she's, she's like uh Miss Lippy from, uh, from Billy Madison <laughs> with like way more privilege in a television show. Uh, she could get it though. She could. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. It's already been. It's oh, well, I mean, not yeah. like in like a biological. We're not breaking new ground there. No, yeah. We're just saying she knows. Yeah. Just so yeah. she knows. So you're one of the lucky people nowadays who your cable and internet are at least separate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when the company I work for that will rena- remain nameless, they are also like a telecommunications company. Yeah. We had an outage go down for like an entire 
section of town because some dumbass left their dump truck up and snatched just like cut just our lines in half down. basically. Ugh. Yeah, so we got an emergency call, had to do that overnight. If that happens, it's not just like it's internet phone and telephone, uh, internet phone and TV are all on the same thing. Right. They all go down. So you were just you're li- you're living in the dark ages at that point. Well, I mean, we we cut the cord so like cable, like that is that is 100% like streaming services. So like did I all I had was antenna and it's like your antenna couldn't even like pick up like every local channel, you know? Like I had to go to different rooms to watch CBS and shit. That's gross. That's yeah. gross. But because you didn't have internet and we couldn't do the show last week, we didn't get to do our update on the the garages, the gymnasiums bracket. Yeah. Based on like everyone who's been tuning in, we fell out a bracket at the start of the tournament. Now we're going to see, based on the championship game of North Carolina, Kansas, how right slash wrong, mostly wrong, sometimes right, were we in our brackets? Are you ready? Are you ready to go through this and kind Listen, of listen, man? I've, I've already heard all the Twitter haters saying how terrible we did. And you know what? To all those haters, I say, you're right. <laughs> we did do terrible. It was awful. So we're look taking a look right here. We're going to start in the West. Yep. We got Gonzaga, Georgia State. We had the Gonzaga over that. Pretty easy call there. Yep. Boise State over Memphis. We actually had Boise State. Just We were wrong. We faded Memphis at the wrong time. We we went way too high on the Mountain Best. We were really, really high on the Mountain West, and yeah. that, was, that turned out to be kind of unfounded. That wasn't a good idea for us, yeah. No, but either way, Gonzaga, Boise, Zags beat that. Uh, UConn, New Mexico State. New Mexico State won. The, maybe the time we should have been behind the Mountain West, yeah. we weren't. The, like the one Mountain West team that we didn't choose to go to the next round. Arkansas, Vermont, we were we were heads on. We were very high on Arkansas, as you'll see throughout this bracket. Mm-hmm. Bing bong. Alabama versus uh, was it? It was Rutgers, wasn't it? Oh, it was Notre Dame. It was Notre. It was, yeah, it was Alabama Notre Dame. I forget who was it. Uh, Notre Dame won. Notre I believe. Dame won that one. That wasn't. Yeah. It? yeah. Texas Tech, Montana State, we called right. Yep, for sure. Michigan State, Davidson, we were we were kind of wrong on that one. Yep. Yeah, we got Izzo. We got Izzo. We, we got um, Izzo. Yeah. Which is not as cool as being Lizzo'd. No, it was not. And then we had Duke versus uh, Cal State Fullerton. Pretty easy on that one to get yep. Duke. Uh, Duke, we're going to work our way back up. Duke Davidson, easy call there on Duke. Just the story, the storyline just worked out. Yeah, they rolled through Michigan State. Yeah, they yeah they did. Uh, Duke Bama is what we had right here. Uh, sorry, Texas Tech Bama is what we ended up having here. Texas Tech versus Notre Dame is what happened. And Texas and we, Tech, we were kind of right on Texas Tech there. So yeah, dabs to us. Yep. Arkansas versus what ended up being New Mexico State. We had Arkansas mm-hmm. winning that one. Dabs to us. Good on bingo. us. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Yeah. Zags versus the Boise State, which ended up being Memphis. That would yeah. be the time to fade Memphis, and I faded the hell out of Memphis. It was a that was a uh, it was a pretty close game for a while, too. It was. That was actually a pretty good game. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Then we had Gonzaga versus Arkansas, which you and I, to our mm-hmm. credit, called 100 percent correct from yep. jump. We had Arkansas winning it. Yep. Uh, and I would like to point out that, like, uh, it was really just a fortunate thing ha- how math worked out so that I was literally picking every time we landed on Arkansas. Literally Every time we picked Arkansas, yes. it was Chase's turn. And yes. I don't know how that happened, but it did. You're welcome. Texas Tech Duke. Uh, we were 
I think I picked Texas Tech over Duke in this one, and that's just mainly because of my in my brain it's ingrained that Texas Tech can just get super hot come tournament time. Yeah, uh, Duke just like turned it on though. That that Texas Tech team is is really well built. They're they have really good defensive pressure. You know they're they're aggressive out there trapping. They're really long. It looks like when they're guarding people, like it's sort of like a Muay Thai fight. So they just come in flying fucking elbows and shit. I they're they're a good aggressive team. They got a good program. I like them a lot too. And then we had Baylor. Oh, sorry. That's that's further down. That's the next one. Yeah. Then we had Arkansas versus Texas Tech, which ended up being Arkansas versus Duke. Yeah. We had Arkansas winning that one. Uh, Duke kind of kind of ran away there. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we cut it to like five after the second half. They called a timeout and just got their shit together. And it was pretty it was pretty obvious at that point that we had an incredible season, but we don't have the caliber of athletes all the way up and down the bench to do a super deep run into a tournament. That left me thinking with like what you guys did have. This is a pretty successful season, I would say. Yeah, we have three McDonald's All-Americans coming next year. We have the number two recruiting class in the country. Like we're about to get fucking insane. Pretty good. And then we so we had we had Arkansas here in the final four. Did not work out. Moving down to the East bracket, mm-hmm. Baylor Norfolk State. Easy pick there of Baylor. Yeah. And this is where shit got real bad for us. This is where it got real, real bad. We had the upset of Marquette beating UNC. Yeah, the Shaka Smarts. Oof. They ended up UNC's actually uh the hottest team in the tournament. Yeah. So Yeah, it's true. Shits it's to true. us on that. Uh St. Mary's versus Indiana, it ended up being. Again, another mm-hmm. Mountain West fail on our part. St. Yep. Mary's did get the dub though, uh, which we called Wyoming winning that one. Not great. Yeah. This is not this wasn't this was not a good region. This was a us. bad this was a bad region because we yeah. also had Akron over UCLA. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. no. Texas Virginia Tech. I I, I think did, hold on, who won that? I I want to say it was Virginia Tech. I I can't remember if this no, was No, it was one of the it was Texas. Wrong. It was Texas. Yeah. Uh, it was Texas. See. Okay. It was Texas. Uh yeah, it was Texas. It was Texas. Gross. But Purdue over Yale. Got that. Got that. Got that. that. Little that. victories. Little victories. Look at that. And Murray State. State over San Francisco. Yahtzee. Got it. Got it. Uh, uh, Kentucky uh, over St. Peter's. We did not get that, but we had them going out in the next round to uh, to Murray State, which I think if they would have won, would have 100% happened. I think it would have happened, speaking of which. So, like, Murray State, obviously against St. Peter's, did not win. St. Peter's, the very magical run that they had. Yeah. Good on them. Good on them, by the way. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think we deserve some sort of partial credit for the bottom like quadrant of that region, right? I'll give us Murray State over San Francisco, and I'll give us egg, early exit for Kentucky. We had yeah, that. We did have an early exit for Kentucky. Okay, I'll give us like one and a half credit points. That's okay. Yeah. All I want is some recognition. I just want to feel appreciated sometimes. So we had Virginia Tech Purdue. It was Texas Purdue. Uh, Mm -hmm. Purdue won that one. So. Yes. And then they lost. uh, Yeah. Wrong on that account. Yeah. We had Akron versus Wyoming. What the fuck were we thinking? It was it was St. Mary's versus UCLA. Yeah. UCLA wins that one. Yeah. It's just we can stop looking at that part. Honestly, it's all dead. (laughs) 
Yeah, you, this is all just, just well, Baylor. No, because we had Baylor versus UNC, and then bam, you, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, we gross. no, we we're all yeah. So we were wrong the entire way. We had Virginia Tech in our final four here. Yeah, yeah, pretty gross. We're gonna move pretty. over to the Midwest here. Yeah, let's just burn the East down. Kansas, Texas Southern versus Texas A&M CC. Of course, we had Kansas. Kansas, easy there. San Diego State versus Creighton, the Michael Crichtons. Uh, uh, didn't think Creighton went on a pretty decent run for what they ended up having at the end of the year. So, yeah, and we, we got all, this one wrong. We were mountain mountain besting at the time. Yes, we were. Iowa Richmond. Yeah, we got butt fucked there. We got super fucked there, as you can kind of tell. Super yeah. fucked. Uh, Providence, South Dakota State. Um, we got that one. Yeah, good on us. That was good close. On us on that, one. that was close. That was very close. Yeah. Uh, LSU, Iowa State. We called right. Bingo. Bingo and there, bongo. There's not a single, by the way, not a single scholarship basketball player left at LSU right now. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Insane. Couldn't uh, have Wisconsin, a better guy. Wisconsin Colgate. We wanted Colgate and Colgate gave us a thrill. They gave it us was a good thrill. game. It was, it was a good game. Yeah, but no. Nope. Uh, we had Colgate, Wisconsin. Up. USC, Miami. Uh, I didn't expect Miami to come in to this tournament as hot as they did. And to be fair, they kind of got like an easy run through the tournament. But yeah, I, I really like how, how Miami plays. They, they remind yeah. me of like the, the 90s style uh, Razorbacks of like up and down 40 minutes of hell. Really fun. We had USC, but I was still very impressed with Miami. And then we had... Similar to the Kentucky situation, we had Auburn, we had Jacksonville State upsetting Auburn in the first round. It took the second round to do it. Yeah. Partial credit. Partial credit on that one. Uh, Couldn't, could again, couldn't have happened to a better deserving. So we had USC winning. It was Miami winning there. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you kind of see here, we had USC going kind of far. It's all done. It's done. We don't need to talk about this one anymore. Yeah. Done. Uh, Kansas, though. Kansas. Hey. Falling in the sweet 16. Yeah. In that battle of hawkishness. Yep. 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 And now in the South. This wasn't bad. This wasn't terrible. Arizona versus, uh, I think they played Bryant. Yeah. Boom. One over 16. Who had the guts to call that? We did. Seton Hall TCU. Nailed it. TCU. Nailed that one. Yeah. Houston UAB. Boom. Nailed it. Bingo, bingo. Houston. Illinois Chattanooga. Bam. Illinois. Colorado State, Michigan. We were mountain besting at the time. We were mountain besting at the time. Tennessee Longwood. Very close game. This was a very, very, very close, close game. game, but we did not come out ahead. It just meant more. It does just mean more. Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago. Uh, Loyola, Loyola, Chicago won, right? I don't think Hold so. on. Yeah, I think they lost. Double Which kind of made, made me kind of feel good. Why does that make you feel good? I don't know. I, I feel like they've been darlings too long. It's time to move on. They're well, like, don't, don't become another Gonzaga is basically all I can say. True. The new darling is St. Peter's, but now it's not. Right. I think the only team that like is in that category of was a darling and now is a power that I don't yeah. hate oh, is Villa. Ohio, Ohio State won that. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. the only team that's like kind of like in a sort of a darling situation from a few 
years ago that uh, has now become like a perennial powerhouse that I don't hate is Villanova. Like, I just don't hate Villanova. Well, Villanova's got a, like a very deep, rich history that goes they back do. to the Big East. They like do. they they've been uh, they might have had a lull at some at some point, but they've been they they're I would consider them a blue blood. I would, too. But I can't like I can't bring myself to hate them. Yeah. Yeah, I had this knack of picking um, the right team to win the national championship like the year before. So I, I did that with Villanova one year, and that was really – and they lost like the first round the year before. Speaking of which, we had them over Delaware here. Yeah, bingo, bingo. And then we had Villanova over Loyola Chicago, which ended up being Ohio State. Bingo. There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're always going to beat Ohio State in that matchup. Fuck oh, Ohio yeah. State. We had Colorado State over Longwood. That's just That was just a dead end. That's just this. This ended up being uh, Michigan kinda, over Tennessee. That one little part we kind of cul de sacked. This a is a bad. This this no is through traffic. Uh, we had Houston over Illinois. Over Illinois, we love Go that us. Houston team. Yeah, we were very high on Houston, and we had TCU upsetting Arizona. Just I feel like that early. was your pick. I feel it like was that was my your pick. pick again. Yeah. Similar to Texas Tech, I thought TCU was going to get just red hot. That's fair. It's fair. They're a good team, and they they did get hot to beat Seton Hall. Um, either way, either way, we had yeah. uh, Houston over TCU. It ended up being Houston over Arizona, which is which has made it cooler. It did make it very much cooler. We had Colorado uh, State Villanova. Yeah, we yeah. Got, we got the right team though. We picked the right team. We picked Villanova we to win that. We did, and we were so close. We were very high on Houston. Hence, we had Houston making the Final Four. Man, we we both were in possession of. Um, it was pretty sweet. Being I had both in possession. These guys. Yeah, I, I've we we had Villanova, Houston, and Arkansas in in futures at, at like great odds, and um, it just you know, yeah, it happens. So yeah. our final four, we had Houston, we had Arkansas, Houston, Virginia Tech, and Iowa. Not yeah. quite. Nope. Not really. And then we had Arkansas winning over Iowa for the national championship. I think the fact that you got to pick every Arkansas game may have led to this outcome just a little bit. I saved our bacon a little bit. Um, There was not, there wasn't really much bacon to save uh, because we really fucked some things up in there, but uh, you live, you learn. I mean, how long have we been like, operating as the same sentient being now it's not even a year yet you know that's true it hasn't even been a year what part of the bracket do you think was our best one it's got to be the west and the south were easily the two best ones yeah it's the it's the west with arkansas and the south with with um houston i honestly think maybe the south because throughout we picked more right in the south we just had arkansas going further yeah sure that works if we if we want to polish up this turd and call it Call it a diamond. Let's yeah. Okay. We'll we'll go with that. Um, what do you, what are your predictions for UNC Kansas? I think Kansas is going to get up early and I think they're going to Kansas it. I think North Carolina is going to win. I think North Carolina covers easily. I think just like you said, Kansas does is going to do what Kansas does and let teams hang around. Yeah. I just, dude, this Kansas team can just go on stretches where they just never miss. Yeah, yeah, but Bill Self can also really just like Bill Self some shit up too. 
you know That's he'll true. have he'll have like uh i don't know he'll have like megan the stallion come and do like a like a you know locker room performance for him and get in trouble for that too like when he brought snoop dogg in the pole dancers <laughs> So do you? So then you have North Carolina winning the national championship after beating Duke in Coach K's final season. Yes, I just want to say, I think that there might be like a ro- roving band of assholes in powder blue that are ruining uh, all of like Coach K's remaining major life events. Like I feel like if it, it after like just getting so thoroughly like fucking owned by north carolina like to just end his fucking career which is awesome like that's the great thing about basketball is like this team it's the great thing about rivalries it's a great thing about rivalries and uh yeah like we got to see two of the fucking saddest most awkward curb your enthusiasm fucking curtain calls ever like I can't imagine how good it would feel. This but this season must feel right now as a, as yeah. a North Carolina fan. Like I know you hate them, but can you imagine an Auburn fan? Like Nick Saban announces he's retiring at the end of this year, right? And Auburn wins the Iron Bowl, which not only that, but Auburn wins the Iron Bowl. They win the SEC, and then they knock Alabama out of the playoffs. I don't even think Nick would shake hands. I think he would walk straight to the locker room. Like, I don't think – I'm serious. I'm 100% serious. I think so too. But how good would an Auburn fan feel? Like a, like a million fucking well, – how did, how did an Arkansas how did, fan beating Gonzaga in the Sweet 16, man? True, but that's not, like, that's not just a rivalry. Like, how do you think Michigan fans felt this year in the game? Listen, when it just means more, they're all rivalries, Jim. That's the, it's the essence of them meaning more. You know, I thought that only meant more when you're playing each other. Eh, yeah. Okay. It just sure. means more all the time. Just it always more. Just whatever you think it means is more. Okay. Speaking of more and college mm. sports in general, I had a little question to kind of posit to both of us. Okay. What would your dream NIL deal be? Like if Man. you were going to college, you chase. Yeah. Were offered an NIL deal. Yeah. What is, what would you want? Okay, so you can't be involved with like tobacco. You can't be involved with gambling. You can't be involved with alcohol, right? Correct. Just, just as ground rules. Um, I feel like you got to go food establishment, like especially I, I, if it's built in that you can just walk in and just be like, "This is what this is what I want." Here's my like, this punch card's laminated, motherfucker. <laughs> Boom, faux life. Would you negotiate in your contract to like take a little bit less? money in order to get free food from the establishment and just guaranteed for the entire time you're at college yeah i mean you know with interest rates the way they are with the fed and like uh the strength of the japanese yen like uh, i think it's probably a better financial decision to get some of that in submarine sandwiches yeah i think you could i think the the value of a jersey mike's like unlimited membership i firehouse are you are you more of a firehouse I oh, dude, no, I love Firehouse. I it would be Firehouse or it would be Jimmy John's. But I will say, what I'm going to say is, it's never going to be Jersey Mike's because uh, that Peter Cancaro CEO guy has like creepy dead shark's eyes, like Jaws. <laughs> They're just black, and then like when he bites into you, they roll back and see the white. I would, I would totally go Jimmy John's, one thousand percent. Yeah, I'm gonna need a big Italian nightclub, no onions, uh, twice a week. Please I'm gonna take you. those onions. I'm gonna throw them on my number seven which I think is yeah. also a big Italian nightclub. Yeah, dude, big, dude it's just, just the way to go. It's just the I, way to go. I think my dream would – it has to be like – it. 
not just a food establishment. I think I would really want like a local food establishment. Like, yeah, I want like a man. I wonder you could do a bar that sells food. I bet you can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I there there have to be some some weird split, especially with like how like liquor laws work with like actually being able to promote things that like they'd have to do some like kind of wiggling around i think to keep that legal but yeah i would do a sex shop yeah like it's okay like if you want to open a an adult novelty store name it yeah that's what i'm into and then contact me to be the face of it yeah that's what what i'm into this face with the quote yeah that's what i'm into right there yeah like if i played if i played like fullback or something like i i would take like a like a, a, a large uh, adult novelty for mommies and daddies to use and uh, put them in my football pants. You know, it'd be like a it'd be like an advertisement. What NIL deals do you think like the bowlers are getting? Um, Like wrist braces. Yeah, probably just like maybe some shoes, like some Den- shoes. denim skirts for the ladies. A little little powder, a little powder game. Uh, o- overly large bows for ponytails. That would be, that would be like that, that those people, those kids mm. are really hurt by the non-alcohol rule. Cause I bet like some booze company would love to just sponsor some bowlers. Yeah. I just sounded like a very like non-evolved, uh, man, uh, they're very sexist. How I just came <laughs> no, off. That's I mean, my like bad. Bowling, like bowling, they still have to wear certain uniforms. Like I think the, in a lot of places for yeah. like professional bowling leagues and whatnot, the girls still had to wear skirts. And the men have to wear clothes that do not contain a single natural fiber. It's got to all be like weird, like rayon and yeah, you know, and then just pants, plastic dockers. I bet Nebraska women's bowling can get some legit nil deals. I hope they have. I think they could just get it, Jim. Uh, yes, yes. Just yes, throwing that out can. there. Speaking of things that can get it, you stumbled on something this morning, literally today. Yes, that just it piqued both of our interests kind of just changed our lives uh i was i was scrolling scrolling through the channel you want to set it up go ahead set it up set it up no no we'll just we'll, we'll talk you were scrolling through the channel so just like set it up for me because you i i've i feel like i've seen clips of these guys before online yeah. we'll get to we'll get to the actual clip later yeah and so I, I didn't know what it was but you enlightened me yeah so i i i like i said i have sling there's this channel on sling called stadium that I literally have never clicked on. It always has some just like kind of weird, random kind of sport thing. But so, they were, uh, it, it was, it said that the A7 FL and then it had the name of two teams. And I was like, this has got to be some sort of like super low rent arena football league. Or I'll rugby, click on because I think rugby also calls it like, sevens. yeah, it's like r- rugby sevens. Yeah. And so I, I clicked on it. And when I clicked on it, first I'd like to say, it's possible that, that just like the this A7FL is just unable to sell advertising because they just had the slide for like the regular channel said we're at commercial break and then it just played like weird like DVD loop menu music <laughs> that would just like play all night if you like fell asleep when you were watching a DVD like if yeah until if, the show came back like if you if can't get like, boner pills or, or ball razors to to like sell ads like what are we doing here. If they're on like a Sling exclusive sort of thing, I think Sling just remains free and they pay the company. The only thing I know Stadium for is I think like three years ago, three or four years ago, uh, they're the only place you could go to see like every other Hawaii game. You had to catch them on Stadium. 
Right, right. It's just it's weird. Some of these channels are are just kind of bizarre, but God bless them because we found we found this. And Jim, why don't you why don't you just tell the people? Okay, so Chase sent me this. First yeah. off, this is set it up here. This is an announcer, I believe, this, just getting ungodly levels of hype. Hey, man, like uh, th- this guy is uh, all I can say is extra. I mean, he is literally calling an A7 FL game on stadium where it just played like the, the DVD music from Big Fish over and over or from, uh, you know, that, that fucking Ewan McGregor real big fish movie like from like 10 years ago. And here it comes and it's all sorts of violent. And this dude is all sorts of into it. First of all, look at the physique of that quarterback. You got to run it again. I was talking. This is so good. God, that is enjoyment. That's just, that's so good. Yeah. Just also like, let me like peep that quarterback. He weighs about. 300 some pounds easily i i think that was donovan mcnab and donovan mcnab is, hasn't been like taking care of himself also kind of peep that the stands a little bit uh there's not there 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 are less people than should be here like if this yeah. is happening in my town or a town next to me i am there and Dude, i am very drunk yeah and it's i mean if there aren't that many people in the crowd it's probably why ball razors and boner pills passed it over we need to spread the word on this. This needs yes, to be big. This is awesome. This needs to be a huge thing. I will sponsor this. I will pay. I don't know. I'll pay like fifty. Let let's get let's Wait, call have stadium. we given the overall concept of what this is yet? Have we told told the people exactly what they're okay? Saying? So American? No, we haven't. American Seven Football League is a no pads, full contact seven on seven football league. There are yeah. there's one quarterback, um, four receivers, and two down linemen. Yeah, it's it's like it's like arena football. And like, I don't I don't think you can like rush the quarterback because you saw what the other quarterback looked like. And it made me like it reminded me is like when you were a kid and you had like five people and you had you were like, all right, I guess I'll be all time quarterback. And then just like the other two people were automatically wide receivers like and you played quarterback for both teams. Like, does, does he did he like play for the other team, too? He wasn't really like wearing a jersey or anything. <laughs> he literally looked like he just fixed a fucking muffler and then took a snap. He very well might have. He might have just been like some guy that was walking by and they're just like, hey, hey, we need yeah. one more over here. We need one more. Come they in. put the Midas touch on it and fucking slung a dime for like 40 yards. I want to know who they're getting to sign up for this. I, I, all I can imagine is extras from the longest yard. Like, like I don't this fucking is, know. This is like speed running CTE. This is like <laughs> the dudes that work in the warehouse at work and like a few other, like, I don't know, bouncers from bars and shit, just like running into each other at full speed. Like the, the thing that you didn't get from that is like, I can only imagine that this just sounds like wet sacks of meat hitting each other over Speaking and over of which, again. I have this right here, which is the biggest, the biggest hits from I cannot A7 wait to FL, see this. no pads. Let's just take I'm a look at some of these. Look at that. Ooh. Just Jeez. these guys are getting annihilated with nothing. Like generally you think that with no pads, they'd be taking it easier, but no. You know, you think, uh, you know, man, when I was a kid, I didn't play with pads. Like, we all tackled each other. We didn't play two-hand shit. And then, like, um, yeah, but you didn't move as fast as... Um, you weren't in football shape. Yeah. 
Yeah, look at that. That was that was Goldberg. I think that was actually Goldberg. <laughs> Trucking just people getting annihilated. But you know what's you know what I'm noticing here is like all of these are like all these like That's actual huge like form form tackles. Look how good the form is on these tackles. Like people are keeping their heads up. Like except that was bad. <laughs> you know what I'm noticing is they're doing this for like nobody. There's no one in the crowd. Yeah, dude. But hey, their jerseys are like tie dye. God, I want to go to these. Where can we see this? Dude, how do these games not end in gunfire every <laughs> single time? Like, how do you not have to defend your manhood <laughs> after fucking nasty Nate cleans your clock with his forearms up like fucking Dick Night Train Lane? Like, my God, that is violent. I love it. I want to know how much do we have to pay the A7FL to get a gymnasium sponsorship? Fuck my ass. I think if they'll do it for like a, for a fucking box of envelopes and a 40, dude. Like if it's like a fucking 7-Eleven gift card and yeah. some like some beef jerky, I think we have to do it. I don't know where these cities are, but I hope they're the grittiest goddamn cities. I hope they're like Youngstown, Ohio, I Baltimore, feel like it's, Maryland. It's gotta be like it's gotta be all one city, right? I feel like it's like northeast, like northeast seaboard. I think it's like people from New Jersey hitting people from like the DMV from like just rail. I hope there's a, like an all white team a- from Connecticut who just like <laughs> they just like moved on from like high school football. I think they're ready for the grown man shit. It's all about just like it's just a bunch of like union guys. Yeah, dude. a bunch of like linemen yeah. and electricians and contractors yeah. and mechanics just doing their thing. They all hit like fucking longshoremen because they are. I am. I am. As of now, I'm lo- OK. They have a player safety area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just about COVID. So. Yeah. I was, I was hoping that when you said it was the player safety area, when you clicked on it, it was just like a like an old like first aid box and only had ibuprofen and band-aids. No, I mean, I, they did mention <laughs> I did a little bit of research after you sent it to me. They do make all of their players sign waivers. Yeah. Yeah. And if you watch the footage, you can kind of understand why. Yeah. Did we? Uh, I, I know we got we got other things coming down the pipe. Did we go too far to to mention the other hand to hand combat we saw uh, last week? I thought we could talk about it. You want to throw that out? You want, you want? I don't know if I have the footage for it. Do we still have the uh, the secret super secret angles that we found Ooh. from the Danish? No, I don't have those anymore. Dang. Okay. Okay, that's cool. It's fine. It's fine. I okay. I know. It's all right. It's all right. I could probably send them to you. It would take forever, but we can just talk about it. Um, Let's talk about it. I posit this question to you. Can slappers be criers? Yes. So the person who slapped can then like have an emotional cry on stage. I think so. I think I think I think the mm. person that slapped can sometimes if it's like they have to be specific, like anger tears. He had had time to like cool out. Like he had just, then he'd got an Academy Award and then it was suddenly all too much for him. It wasn't after he like went like upside. Like it looked like a steel still frame from from a fucking Ali fight. It really did. Uh, like the, just the specific angles. I there's been so many takes on the slap. And mm-hmm. I just want to I just want to pause it. My one and only take is that it's hilarious. Yeah, it that is funny. 
Like, it's, it's just funny. It's two rich people just, like, like one's just slapping the other. It is. It does blow my mind. Like, could you imagine if you're just, like, at, like, a graduation ceremony or just some other kind of award show and just some random guy in the front just walks up and slaps the, the host? It's, this, it's so fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> like, all right. Here's my take on it. Man, fuck Jada Pinkett Smith. That's my take. She is the she is the cause of all this, and uh, she she should be reprimanded too. Like, so we see the like the Zapruder film. So, first of all, okay, so she has alopecia, but she's also like gone out to be like a public spokesperson for for the alopecia. Like, she's she's trying to be like open and like a influencer who has the alopecia like you know because she does all that shit with like facebook and stuff yeah. and i think if you're going to be the public face of any sort of condition when you have a joke that's made that's like remotely like close to it which uh, come on a gi jane joke like if that's going to come out and that's going to cause that sort of reaction then maybe you don't need to be the public face of things um so you see her like he tells the joke. She goes like like slumps her head and like makes her really pissed off. Will Smith is fucking cracking up like he yep. thinks it's funny. And then she looks at him. And he's like, ah, fuck. Now I got to do something like I have to be unabashedly like on your side. We both know that we're crazy because we've seen our Facebook streaming things and we both know that we're loosely involved that, with Scientology. That, that family is crazy. That family is fucking insane. And then he just walks up and slaps and i think he did it and he did it to like without thinking to save his ass for his wife and then when he got back to his seat he did not know whether to laugh it off or go hard and he like for the first time in his career tried to go hard and man i think it kind of worked out it worked out in the moment and then he gave like the fact that the best actor award was like right up next dude it's fucking crazy that whole sequence was just it was an, it was that night was just an amazing time to be honest that's with. some idiocracy shit yeah yeah some of my best tweets like uh this, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna recite one of my favorites which is like how come the crying that will smith is doing on stage is endearing and the crying that chris rock is doing by himself in a bathroom stall right now somehow shameful what's the difference I, what blows my mind is like I guess these celebrities literally do just live in a completely different world because in a normal award show there's probably there's usually like security keeping people from just walking on stage. So uh, yeah, also I didn't have I have internet. Got a lot of wa- got to watch a lot of entertainment tonight and everything. And I bet was, they're just talking about it every day. Yes, yes, I've I've seen this from every angle. That's how I was able to give you such a well thought out Jada Pinkett Smith uh, take. Um, but yeah, and uh, I mean they. They asked Chris Rock if they wanted if he wanted to arrest him, arrest, you know, wanted him arrested, press charges. And to his credit, he's just like, no, just get this shit over with. <laughs> just fucking stop it. Yeah, I'm a man who's been slapped. Do you think like I'm already like having to relive this right now because of the Internet. I don't want to have to relive this even more whenever I have to send Will Smith the fucking pokey. The cool thing for Chris Rock is he did a stand up show the next week. Yeah. And said, how was your weekend? And open. basically was like it, so the average price for those tickets I looked up went from like fifty dollars average like 400. To, to like four hundred dollar average to like the day of closing it was like a thousand dollar average. Dude, good for him. Pretty fucking bananas. Listen, dude, if if some if someone is just going to like 
slap the masculinity like the public masculinity off of you like that like yeah you better pay me more for my fucking ticket i saw someone made like some of the memes were actually pretty good that came out of this i saw someone do like a reservoir dog style like people walking in through the 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 smoke and it was the grown-ups crew it was like adam sandler kevin james right (laughs) so and like there was a time where two jockeys got into a fight like irad ortiz fought paco lopez like he like irad ortiz like threw a through a punch and like some people taking up for like will smith and like the smiths right now maybe think of the people who took it for our fucking irad ortiz like him being all tough and shit it's like you punch someone who is sitting down in a plastic like a white plastic like deck chair like come on man when you just like roll up and slap someone or you just like punch someone while they're sitting down come on come on you know you know who will have some really good opinions on the slap who i think a couple of guys who are yelling about sports boy are we i think i think that's the perfect thing to bring the sports world the podcast world the entertainment world all together yell about sports yell about the slap everybody knows what time it is it's been too long it has been too long since we have done our sports yelling are you ready uh, chase i look orlovsky fresh yeah got you got you okay timer going now I think that Chris Rock had plenty of time to man up and block that slap. He is not a fighter. He's not trained. He's a small, tiny man. I feel like I've had some time off to reflect and I haven't been the true me, so I'm going to be the true me right now. And I'm going to tell you, slappers cannot be criers. You can't slap and then cry. If you're slapped, then you can cry. Otherwise, it's just truculent garbage there has to be a threshold of when you can't cry after you slap but i think first and foremost i don't think will smith would have slapped anyone bigger than him the fact that chris rock is a tiny tiny man is the only reason that the slap even happened a man who knew how to wield a slap with authority was the go michael jordan if you watch the last dance eight hours him slapping non-stop if you're gonna take slapping into consideration, LeBron James with his giant paws is the GOAT slapper. He is the best slapper of all time. No question about it. You can't tell me because he slapped a delirious Russell West brick together. He's the best slapper. You're a slap goat denier. And that'll do it. Sports good. yelling. Oh, I, that, that was nice. It was cathartic. It was cathartic. That was nice. That was so like a, good. I feel like a phoenix from the ashes with that one. My last little bit on. My last little bit on that, though, is like if that was like if that was Chiwetel Ejiofor or if that was like any bigger guy, like if Michael Clark Duncan was still alive and giving that award and he made the joke, Will Smith isn't slapping Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> no, no. And and if you slap Michael Clark Duncan, you definitely don't get him to make like a full 90 at the waist like Chris like Chris Rock did. He folded that dude like a lawn chair. Like you don't like he's not slapping like if Denzel's making the joke. No, you well, no, you do not lay a hand on Denzel. This is this is also a note I have for Will Smith. Okay, if you're gonna be slapping people, well, this actually gives me hope that there might be like a, you know reconciliation with Chris Rock and Will Smith because when you're slapping, front side love, backside discipline. You notice he came from a place of love. Yeah, I mean they are friends. They are friends. Yeah, I also like how he like loaded the slap like a gun. Oh, dude, that that's like a like a world star uh, video where like a bus driver knocks out like a. Knocks out a chick with like a, you know, uppercut he throws from his from his kneecaps. 
And my my last little bit on this, the last thing I'm going to say for like the comedians that think this is like a referendum and just like anybody's going to walk up and slap you. No, no. No. A, you're not Chris Rock. B, other people aren't Will Smith. Now, I will say if you're going to say if you say some just like real wild shit, like that deserves to get you hit. (laughs) Things can happen. Like, obviously, I'm not going to say anyone should slap somebody but you say yeah. something off color or crazy you're probably gonna get hit i'm not saying that's a right or wrong thing you're just that's reality that's just, I'm just gonna saying, happen if you're going out on the comedy circuit and you're making an alopecia joke the odds that someone with like patchy bald or wearing a beanie coming up and hitting you low 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 i think the last thing we could talk about actual sports wise is we actually have usfl futures the usfl is like less than two weeks away now yeah dude yeah, it's so close. So close. Easter weekend. It's a uh, God. Like, I'm so excited just to see him out there on the, on the fucking turf of Birmingham. So We've been talking about so much. I'm so, so hyped. So we have the futures right here in the lead. We have the Michigan Panthers at four to one plus four hundred. Mm-hmm. We got the New Our- Orleans Breakers and the Bandits tied at five to one. The Stars Maulers at six to one. The Generals at seven to one. And then the Gamblers and Stall- Stallions are both at plus seven fifty. That's a correction. They fixed that. They had they had the uh, breakers as the longest shot on the board, and uh, we said. I think that... smart money's been coming in on them. Yeah. So the 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 breakers moving up because they're they're a very underrated team. You also had, I mean, you had some some big light injury news uh, here that that ch- probably changed the board a little bit. I even with the injury for their first round pick of the generals getting uh, knocked out like he did. Yeah. That sucks. That does sucks. Suck. Broke, broke Such a nice foot. guy. Such a nice guy. It sucks. I hope I hope he gets a good recovery and I hope he's like ready for the XFL or Major League Football, which is still starting this year. Yeah, that's that's a whole nother. That's wild still, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. Listen, listen, I don't know where these cities are, but me and you need to open and start a team in Joplin, Missouri and call it the Joplin Honkies. Are you in? Yes. Okay. I still love the stars at six to one. And with Luis Perez, with Louis Perez joining the generals, I love the generals at plus 700. Uh, is, I believe he's, he's a certain rodent king to you, isn't he? He is the rat king of New York. And New Jersey's basically New York, right? I sure I offended a lot of people saying that, but whatever. there you go. There you go. They just talk loud. That's not a problem. Um, yeah. Uh, so th- things are happening. I'm glad it's changing because you I mean, I felt like it's pretty obvious that the first one that they put out was literally just by the draft order. They gave odds to it by the draft order. And they're like, we're going to see where the money comes in. And we'll fix this later. Well, there's that. And then, like, I think the supposed weakest coaches are still at the bottom. Like, I think like yeah. Kevin Sumlin could be a good coach. And I think I don't think anybody's super high on Skip Holtz. That sucks for him. He seems super enthused. I'm like yeah. I like the energy. But the last time we saw both these guys, it wasn't a great stint at college. Larry Fedora, at least you kind of still have in the back of your mind. He, like, he has the Mitch Trubisky feather in his cap. That's that. the only like, thing that's separating. But him. also in my head, I think like his UNC teams were actually like they were they were decent. They were like better than I thought. They were decent enough to be hyped. Yeah. You just could never meet the hype. And then the other guys all like Mike Riley and Bart Andrews have just loads and loads of spring league and like football experience. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think the Maulers could be a sneaky good pick. Um, I, I agree with Bart Andrews and the stars. I, I think that's probably going to be the best, like best, like, you know, I think that's my best value all around, like prepared, ready to play team. Quite honestly. I think so. I, the fact that these are all like pretty close together though, I think shows that, we're hopefully expecting a lot of parody. 
I don't I don't think we're going to be expecting like when the XFL came out every like the Renegades were very heavy favorites. They were like plus 175 favorites. Yeah, I mean, just I think the fact of the way they constructed their teams and it's not like people went out and, and acquired free agents ahead of time. They did it all by position group and everything like you're going to have parity at every single position. Of course, whoever picked earlier might be better at quarterback, but you're probably going to be better, at, you know, address at rushers and, and stuff like that. So I, I think very I mean, you'll you have like maybe like a 500 team that like makes the playoffs or something, you know? I'm I'm excited. I, I'm yeah. so excited for the season. It can't get here soon enough. Literally you, less than two weeks away. You know what makes me a sad panda is um like literally just got online uh sports books in Arkansas and um literally cannot put a nickel on the USFL. Gonna have to go back to offshores for that. Um, just forcing me, forcing me to the Caymans. That's the thing though. Like as well as, as like as convenient as onshore books are as legal sports, quote unquote, legal sports books are sometimes they just don't offer the best lines or the best. Like you can't bet on everything with them. Like I can't bet politics right. on uh legal sports books. I have to go offshore for that. Yeah. But I nailed Biden, Texas in the primaries. Dude, I made so much money live betting Biden. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, God. that's that's what I'm talking about right there. That was funny. that's that's the good stuff. Um, Speaking of the good stuff, I think that rolls us in perfectly to our next segment. Ooh, our nice little our favorite segment right now. Grading. Yep. We're just grading whatever. Uh, I'll, just so to let everyone know about mid-May is where we're going to when we're going to start previewing college football and NFL games. Just so everyone's aware it's going to be about mid-May. Then you can get back to your sweet, sweet goodness. And I'm very excited to go through every single college football and NFL game I've, I've every week. Absolutely miss doing this. Like, I, I love that it's such an endeavor that we have to start doing it in May to be able to do it a week at a time and still be done before week zero. Yeah, we'll, we'll be done uh, the week before week zero. Week off. negative one, man. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be awesome. So this week we are grading... In honor of the NCAA tournament coming to an end and one shining moment being like one of the best things about sports ever, we're going to grade moments. So I have about 30 moments that we kind of like jumbled together. I Chase put a couple of these in through Twitter, through DMs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't know how many you've seen. I don't know. I feel I'm like I tried not to look. I'm, I'm okay. going to not look. Okay. So we're going to go through these moments. Some of these might be hyper specific. I may have been uh, drunk and or high while writing this list. So we'll. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. They are, I, was these are in, definitely, I was definitely the latter when I gave you super specific ones. Yeah. These are by no means in any like direct order. We're just mm-hmm. grading these each out. So number one, a shower after work. That's good. Whether, good. I feel like whether you're working in an office or whether you're working a manual labor job does affect it a little bit. Yeah. Like when I come home from work and I'm dirty and sweaty, it's so nice to have a shower. Listen, manual labor, manual laborers are like tough. They're it's tough for the working office job. But what I will say for people who worked in offices, they will let just fucking anybody work in fucking office. Like you have to have a skill set to be manual labor. They'll let any crazy fuck be in an office. And uh, yeah, going home and showering that crazy off of you like ooh, shower beer and a like until the hot water runs out. Hell yeah. Uh, It's a so nice. I'm getting this an A. Uh, most of these are probably going to be really good, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, a cup of water left out after a night of drinking. Like you you, you wake up super hungover and you have this big old cup of water just there that drunk you left for you. 
I'm probably I'm I'm actually I I'm gonna give it a D. I'm probably actually gonna get up and get like one with like ice instead of just like room temperature ass water. I'm gonna give it a B because you're hung over in the moment and that always sucks. True. Maybe I might give it a C plus because you're hung over in the moment. And at that point, it's either like kind of cool water if your apartment or house is pretty cool, yeah. or it's like room temperature water, which is yeah. Like, I mean, eh. I, I, you know, imagine it like being the summer, like getting fucked up on like Fourth of July, and then waking up to like you know a 80, water. 80, 80 degree, yeah, cup of water, yeah. Uh, you didn't put this one in, but I put this one in lieu of you. When when you start to feel the high, like when you're smoking weed, as soon as the mm-hmm. high like actually starts to hit you, like for me, it's when I start to like. When my mouth starts to get a little dry, I start to like wave my hands a little bit. Yeah. Or like when we were doing like the hot tub cast and I was just like fucking with the water, with the surface. Yeah. Um, it's like I, once you start to notice it. So I, I will say uh, different different variations have different results and I've had different experiences uh, with this. And it's a mixed bag and I would give them all different grades. But today, A+. Plus. I think in general for me, it's a B because I'm just like, I'll I'll get real quiet. I'll just get back and I'll be like, whoa, I am feeling it right now. Sometimes if I'm a little too in my feelings, I might that might get my like anxiety up. But just like I will will say it hasn't happened enough for me to maybe just think that I I should stay away from the from the jazz lettuce. This one was uh, super hyper specific for me because this happened this morning. Uh, Mm -hmm. You get the perfect bite of like breakfast ham it says breakfast ham but i'll just say the the perfect bite of say a breakfast meal say you have like a bite of egg bacon and mm-hmm. uh like grits all together we get everything together in oh, the bite. everything because i had today i literally had a bite where it was a runny egg a piece of toast ham gravy and grits and it was perfect it was amazing like i i don't know i'm gonna be super specific here because i feel like this point might, might as well um like actual like thick cut breakfast ham slice like getting that like one good thick almost sort of rubbery feeling bite into it and then you could tell like it's got a little bit of like a a little bit of a sear on it that's that's fucking top notch that's so a, it's so good god i love i love breakfast meats i do too a plus for me a for that plus. one uh, five to ten. That five to ten minutes after your favorite sports team wins a big game. I the after Gonzaga, it went, it went like seventy two hours for me. So for me, it's like so. All kind of like reality sets in about an hour afterwards. Mm-hmm. That first five to ten minutes is usually a blackout blur, but everything mm-hmm. I remember of it is that's the best feeling I've had in my life. And you're the world beaters and you can beat anybody else who comes along. And it's yeah, it's it's such a great feeling like. It's the sweet opiate of the masses, man, like just be ex- if you're not excited about something in your everyday life, get excited about a sport and let it just make you fucking like hype about I something. Want it, I want it so bad. I was teased so much last college football season. I want it so bad. Dude, I want it so bad. You had you had some really you deserve it. Like you deserve sainthood because you've just been brutalized. I want it so bad. I want it, I want it more than anything. This yeah. one's also specific. I'm also this is a also trying to pump myself up. This is like the feeling you have after I have a really good bench press, but it's after any really good workout. The hmm. feeling you have, like if you have a really good like you break your personal record in a squat, you do have like a really nice hang clean. But for me, bench press is the ultimate ego lift. 
And mm. it's just you do a really good bench. You just feel good. Yeah, I'm going to relate this to something more of like what I'm used to, because, you know, I don't I don't bench anything. Um, when I use a penis pump on a bus bench, like along a bus route, like I, I couldn't feel any freer. Like, yeah, I understand if you're covert with it, too. Uh, or over. Yeah, if, if you want. Yeah. yeah, if you want to be. I mean, dealer's choice at that point, really. Um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, endorphins are Russian. I think you get the same thing. Both cause veins to pop. That's true. That's true. <laughs> number seven. Uh, yeah, number seven. When your horse wins, when it actually Dude. wins. When, uh, especially when it's you, a long shot, and you feel yeah. like the smartest person because you're betting against not the house, everyone else, and you're taking their money is the fucking best. It's gotta be. That's like almost a poker element. Yeah, I feel like how do you how do you grade the ungradable here? Like, it's just. I mean, it's gotta be a plus. Like, well, when, I mean, you had, yeah. I don't think I don't think humankind has found a letter to really express how I good think, it is. They well, haven't so, come up with anything better than A yet. No, no, because if we're going by that, we have to go by like the Japanese video game grading system where it's an S plus at that point. Okay, yeah. Something S+. above an A. It's an S plus. Yeah, for super. Uh, here's just an average, uh, like, a, you know, well, your wedding day. I, I don't know. Uh, haven't experienced it. I, I, I got to feel like it's pretty good, though. It's... It, I think it depends on how hands-on you are with um, the planning of everything and also the execution of, of things. It's got to, um, I mean, it definitely has to depend on how it actually goes. Yeah. Oh, no, sure. it can be, it can be great, but you're also having to like to figure out where the DJ is, tell them to start serving beer now. And like everyone's coming and asking you questions. And then also you have so many people there who are just cycling through and saying, oh, hey, glad go so So they make sure that you like saw them there that like, you hardly find time to eat like, you know, oh, that like, does suck. Then, like if you don't have like a wedding planner or someone doing that stuff for you. Yeah. But like, it does become the, overwhelming. Yeah. Like at the church, like, they, or, you know, or wherever you choose, like that, they have a formula. They can, they can rip through that shit. But like when you're at like some just like fucking con- like country club or something, you know, for the for the reception, it gets crazy. They thought they misplaced our kegs and they're they're like, oh, that's concerning. I was like, yeah, because either someone stole them or there's a large alcoholic giant roaming the fucking countryside. <laughs> I went to I went to one that did a really cool thing. That instead of kegs, they just had cattle troughs full of booze, full of like beer cans. Yeah, I like it. We did that. We did. We had two kegs, Shiner, Miller Lite, and then we did a signature did signature cocktails, which were Kentucky Mules. Nice. I like that. Number nine, when you finally put the piece of Ikea furniture together, like nope, when it's I, actually done. I rebuke Ikea. I love Ikea. And I no, always I, feel – I feel like an actual like handyman and builder and craftsman when I actually put together Ikea furniture. And then you actually have to do something and you're like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. No, the way that they design their stores were like you have to walk through it a certain way. Fuck that. Mm-mm. No, I, I love it. I love going through Ikea. Love it. No. No, that's some weird Scandinavian bordering on fascism shit. That's fucking awesome. Uh, number 10, quitting your job. Not getting fired, quitting yeah. your job is a great I'm thing. usually the one who's actually who's asked to leave, uh, Jim, if we're going to be if we're being honest. But uh, uh, yeah, when you do and like especially like when you just, when you're just like, fuck it, I quit. Great feeling followed by instant regret uh, when you do it right and do like the two weeks and like you've planned like vacation before your next job. That's the shit right there. 
I only had one job that this applied to where it was like legit yeah. where we, you're also I, often asked to leave. I walked up to our manager because it was a seasonal job that you could work the rest of the year if if like needed. So mm-hmm. he was like, hey, so what are you guys thinking about working for the rest of the year? And I'm like, ah, we're thinking we're probably just going to focus on school and not doing it. He's like, that's probably for the best. I was thinking the same thing. So it was a mutual fire and quitting. Right. And it worked out pretty well because we hated the job. Me and my buddy hated the job. Mm-hmm. And we just the guy didn't like us either. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh no, it's a good feeling when it's one where that's just absolute bullshit. Like uh, I remember I I needed a job and they're like uh, I was called and they're like you're hired, come to the orientation. It was to sell the rainbow vacuum cleaner. Oh, I geez. I quit that shit at the lunch break. I was like I am out. Not, Fuck yeah. this. Number eleven, second day of a vacation. I say For, the second day because the first day you're you're spent like traveling, yeah. getting everything there. And just like you, you don't really get to experience the vacation. Yeah. Like you, you've probably gotten to stay up late for the for the first night. And so you actually get to like sleep in because you're always up early the first day of vacation. That's a good call. I like how you specified there. You're just sneaky, but I, I like it. In a similar vein, number 12 is getting back from a vacation that's been a little bit too long and yep. getting into your own bed. So like say – you're you want to go to Vegas. I think the perfect the longest I want to be in Vegas is a week because I'm yeah. going to die. I will die afterwards. But say you got stuck in Vegas. You're there for yeah. nine days or 10 days. Yeah. That feeling when you get back to your own bed in your own home. Oh, it's so nice. Hey, you've I mean, all right. We've shared in a hotel room. You've seen like what I have to do with like the arrangement of pillows to get comfy in like yeah. a, a hotel bed. So you best believe what I have constructed is like a gilded palace of fucking goose down and linens. Like it, it perfectly cradles me. Uh, I I could live anywhere if you just had like a little U-Haul that followed me around and had my fucking bed in it. <laughs> when you make it big. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. giving this. I'm giving this one just an A. Like okay. A regular A. It's so yeah. nice though. Yeah. Uh, sleeping after a bender, and by bender, I just mean staying up for a long time. Like you, like you stay up for weird hours. You'll stay way, up way too long. Yeah, way too long every once in a while. Longest I've done is like 50 hours, and just like <laughs> falling asleep afterwards. And I slept for 13 hours straight. Yeah, it was the best sleep I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones that like you're still tired when you wake up from it and you you're up for like an hour or two and then you're just out again. Um, it's good. You just you got to have it, man. You, you got to have it like uh, I'm I probably should get like how I cycle through things figured out. But like just that good restorative <laughs> sleep. Uh, fuck, yes, it's great. I'm going to give that a B plus. Yeah, I'm with it. Uh, a hot tub on a nice cool day. So when it's in like the 50s to 40s, not mm-hmm. too windy, mm-hmm. nice outdoor hot tub. Yeah. Very, you got a nice cold beer in your hand too. Yeah. Maybe a or, year with El Nino, you know? A little bit of that. Maybe mm-hmm. a, maybe like maybe some Swede, maybe a cigarette. Oh, it's mm-hmm. such a good feeling. Yeah. A rum. Rum always, always helps if it's not like warm enough. Like you can always yeah. rum it up. Um, yeah, it's nice. I don't get to, I rarely get to experience that because I don't know a lot of people with hot tubs and, you know, it's not always like chilly here. So, uh, I'm going to give it a B just because generally it's little, yeah. it's always a little too warm or it's sometimes too cold where you get your head out and your hair freezes over. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That reminds me of going duck hunting and getting like the actual icicles forming in my, yep. in my mustache. Um, all the time to me. Yeah. 
yeah uh I, i'll say it's i'll say it's a good thing because if you mix a little something from one end and a little something from the other end always works out smoking cigarette uh smoking cigs with the buds i with have the that boys ripping ripping heaters boys ripping heaters with the boys yeah man yeah just being guys I'm not like recommending people get into smoking. No, but. no, don't do that. But like, you know, if, if you're, you know, you shouldn't get like into it. Dr- you should rip some heaters with the boys, you know? Like you've been drinking all night. Yes, yes. And the you're guy, just like chilling. The two guys who never smoke are, are having their like annual cigarette. Yes. Um. Yeah, man. Like It's actually like when you do that, when it's the two guys and like out of four and mm-hmm. all four are smoking and like two guys never smoke. It's a bonding experience. Yeah. And you get to laugh at your friends who just like don't know how to move their like hands with like a burning tobacco stick in them, which is just yeah. funny because they end up smoking like a you know Nazis in World War Two movies, like yeah. you know all fans- weird and shit. <laughs> yeah, get over yourself, Jacob. Uh, number sixteen, getting to tell off a customer. It's yes. This is in lieu with like you put your two weeks in or, you know, you're about to get fired or, you know, that you can't get fired. You're unfireable. You can basically say whatever you want to these people. And it's it's amazing. So when I worked in a liquor store, we had a we worked in like a bougie part of town. We were in like a little shopping complex. And the guy next to us was a like fairly like had some big clients like financial planner. But we worked in this like tight like this place had like no parking. We had like three parking spots for like a, a liquor store. And so, like, my boss told me to ask people who parked, like, right in front of the liquor store. So he was like, hey, are you seeing them? Can you move over there? And uh, this guy, I call him a customer because he would come in, like, during the day and buy those little, like, four packs of plastic wine. Like, I told a guy to move, and he came back and said, hey, don't tell this person to do this. And I was like, hold on. Wait a minute. This dude is not my boss. This dude is just some guy yelling at me. I went fucking off on him. <laughs> and, like, until, and, like, gave him so many death stares until, the, like, one time he finally came in and was like, hey. Like head down. I'm sorry. Shook his hand. It was out. He's like, yeah, that's right. I was the alpha. It was great. I had it one time when I was working at a bowling alley and we, every Wednesday we would have this big special needs group come in that took up most of our lanes. So we had this guy and his two kids on the, on these lanes and be like, okay, well we're going to have to, these lanes next to you are going to be taken just so you know, uh, so mm. you're going to have to sit over here. And then when the special needs people came in, he was so upset that special needs people were bowling next to him. Mm-hmm. Because he just couldn't stand people with special needs. They, just, they thought he was going to catch it or some shit. Something like that. And he's like, "I can I get a refund and leave? He's like, no, you can just leave. Get the get out. Listen, <laughs> but if like a team, like I, that's fucked up what he did. But if a team of like alopecia bowlers rolled in, I'm like, get these bald fucks <laughs> out of here. No, Shouldn't you like, all be auditioning for extras and GI Jane? The fact too? that like, he thought his kids were going to like catch it or something. I don't understand. But he was Dude. like. Can I get a refund and leave? Because you're putting these people next to me. I'm like, he already oh, bowled like you ten just, games. Like you, you just, just the fuck out, leave, dude. You just get, just get out. Give us these the money. People and get are the awesome. Fuck out. You're gonna yeah. fucking come at Tony, one of my favorite dudes. I'm gonna come swinging at you next time. Yeah, dude. Fuck that guy. That's awesome. Number seventeen, peeing after a long road trip. Like if you if you hold it in, dude. Sometimes, and when you've held it in for so long, and you have to pee so desperately, and it takes just like a little bit to get the get the stream going yep that's intense that is an intense feeling i'm sure that there are probably like mechanical things out there to to mimic that feeling because that is intense one time i held it from driving from los i don't know why i did this because i was i was riding in a car i held it from riding from los angeles to fresno Mm -hmm. that's like a four and a half five hour ride yeah 
Don't recommend. Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, was I, like, I was like wanting to vomit. Yeah, dude. When when you're feeling like phantom warm wet feelings in your lap because of it, like you're like, I'm pissed. I know it. And you it's, look down and you're still holding it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Good time to walk in on this one, Jenna. Good time. Yeah, good time on that. Yeah. It's a great feeling, though. Like when you actually get it out and it does take you like three minutes to for that stream to kind of like calm down. Oh, yeah. It's a great feeling. Oh, yeah. I think it's because just like your your bladder, your prostate, er everything is working in harmony at that point to just get all of the urine out of you as fast as possible. It's just like now we can actually function. Yeah. In relation to both of us, because we both got just fresh cuts, that moment right after you get a haircut. So you don't go like as tight as I do. Not uh, not in the back usually. I think next time I'm going to take the beard shorter. Yeah, because the Uh, fuzzy, the fuzzy, that's awesome. That is all. Oh, no, when I when I first get it. This this will be fuzzy. Yeah. And do you just spend the time just rubbing the fuzzy? You're just like, like, oh, this feels nice. Like when I got my head freshly shaved, I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. You start, you're wondering like how drunk you got and bumped your head that time to get that fucking dent and stuff like that. Um, yep. Yeah, I uh, I love it. Uh, actually, though, I had just like a the first ever like uh, her haircut self-esteem killer in my family. Um uh i walked in and my, my youngest june who's gonna be three like in a couple weeks uh she's like dad what happened to your big hair so i got a haircut cut it it's, it's the same hair it's just shorter she's like i was like do you like it she's like no <laughs> and we laughed because we thought it was funny and so that meant she spent the rest of the evening just telling me like how much my hair sucked <laughs> so I got, that wasn't I- great but the feeling is good I got called out today because uh, people were noticing uh, I got like a decent amount of gray hair right here on the right side yeah. of my head. When I get a cut, you can start to see it starting to I look like a NASA engineer in the 60s. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, hold on. That moment right after you get a bad haircut, like they fucked Ugh. up your head. Like you kind of noticed too. Oh, yeah. that's you're just like, I just wasted. I basically yeah. just burned thirty dollars. Or you're just, you start doing like follicle math and you're trying to figure out how long it will take to grow out to look fucking normal. Yeah. yeah. Or like, and then you try experimenting different ways to comb it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They it fucked matter. up it's... your head. Yeah, I had one once where no matter what I did, there was a cowlick in the back. So I had the hair that just always stood up. Yeah. Like, this this is just torture. When I was I in like. To, I'm going to be a hat guy. When I was in like ninth grade, a lady at a fantastic Sam's just straight up fucking Forrest Gumped me. It was bad. <laughs> I guess then you just be a hat guy for a month. Couldn't be at school, though, you know? You couldn't wear hats at school? Mm. Nope. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, number 19 is maybe my most personal moment right here. The mm-hmm. moment at a roulette table when the ball's spinning and you have all your money out on the table. Not when the ball lands, but as the ball's spinning. That is maybe my favorite moment of all time. Yeah, and we've been... Uh, we- <sighs> I think the reason that it's our, our favorite, no, I mean, we like we like no. it because of the rush, but we also really like it because it actually worked out that one time. It did, but also you weren't there when I was at the boats. When I was in Council Bluffs last time, I lost about uh, two thousand dollars. Yeah, it's because I wasn't there, just whispering numbers in your ear. It's true, it's true. But that feeling, and I talked about it with the, with the dealer with the roulette like spinner. He's like, yeah, yeah that's the best feeling in the world because he's also a hardcore gambling DJ. It's my favorite feeling in the entire world. When that ball yeah. is spinning, it's just the the. I think it's the possibilities. Yeah, it's, it's just listen, 
Listen, my brain doesn't make dopamine until you write me out the ticket or uh, until oh, the, uh, the ball is spinning or the cards so are turning. Good. It's so good. I want <coughs> that feeling forever. Number 20 is buying your first house. Fucking terrifying. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Give, I haven't done it, but yeah. uh, finding a place to rent uh, also sucks and terrifying. I'm going to give that mm-hmm. a D because mm-hmm. like once you actually have it, it's pretty cool. Legit. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, especially when you bought it and insurers, but like. I don't know. Like moving sucks. Yeah, like moving, especially moving sucks. And then when you're making like super like legal binding agreements and stuff and there are like banks involved, like there's just so many just hassles and crazy things that you ne- just never think of. There's a lot. Yeah. Oh, boom. Former homeowner. Jenna's a former homeowner. She got rid of those shackles of mortgage. She reversed it. Solix style. Boom. Number 21, moving to a new city. I'm going to give it C plus because it's just the unknown. There's there's it, it's nerve wracking, but it's also like endless possibilities. It's B plus. I mean, I'm going to give it B plus. I mean, it's an exciting time. It's like whenever uh, Carrie in Sex and the City moved to Paris, you know, for a little bit to be with like the, the, the ballet dancer. You know, when I moved to Los Angeles, it was very fun. That has to be intimidating. Like I've it never was, done. More- it was also very like specifically. Oh, that sucks. That sucks, uh, Jenna. Sorry, Jenna. Um, yeah, man, like it's a, uh, there's so much optimism, you know? And then you're like, you're so excited. Cause you're like, you get to forge new paths of like, all right, this is how I drive to this place. This is how I drive to this place. It was you that, know, like that. But also combined, like I moved from a town of 3000 people to Los Angeles. Yeah. Was, no, your, yours is extreme. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It was wild. It was you a had, wild time. Did you have just like some straight up like Steve Martin jerk type moments? I had some for the first like six months I lived there. I didn't venture outside the little area I was in. Like I barely drove. Right. Right. And then eventually I started exploring more of the city and I was like, oh, this city's actually awesome. Yeah. I, I couldn't handle Los Angeles. I can't do big sprawling cities where multiple cities combine into one city and traffic is horrible. And it takes like an hour to get across town. I hate it. I, by the time I left, I love it. I love Los Angeles. I'm just going to be an unabashed LA lover. I'd rather do like Chicago or something where I don't necessarily have to have a car or like New York. That is the one thing I do hate about LA is that you have to have a car to get around. Yeah. I, I, that's like, I, I don't like that. Cause but you got to get from Burbank to Santa Monica to Watts to like, and it's, and it's and I live in I, Burbank. I lived in Burbank and like to actually access the city. You, you got to get a car, buddy. Yeah, and what I and it's what I hate about Dallas. It's what I hate about like Tulsa. It's like and it's like how many cities are in the city, dude? How many cities are in the city? There's a lot. Number twenty two, going to college. Overrated. Yeah, I'm gonna give it I mean, I, I went and then I went for one year. Yeah. I'm not one like I I'll, I'll tell you this, I got a lot of quit in me. And when you make me like do things like sit in lines and go through like bureaucratic shit to get like all your paperwork together. Like I am very prone to very early in the process to be like, all right, fuck this. I don't want to do this anyway. Um, and so like you go to college and then you spend the entire time, like the first couple of weeks, like doing like bureaucratic shit and going to like assemblies and like, you know, like learn there's, and then you're having to like go see like advisors and sit in line and do all that shit. And it just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I'm going to give not, I'm going to give it like a D because it's so overhyped. 
Yeah, I'm going to tell kids in high school. I'm going to tell you if you're listening to this show right now, I'm going to tell you this is like you've seen every movie about kids going to college and it's like so fucking awesome. It's like, well, uh, you know what? For some kids, it fucking is. But you know what? You're probably going to go to a fucking directional school in your state. And I'm going to tell you what they don't get down like those movies at your fucking directional, you know, school that has a good HVAC program, except for directional mesh schools. Yeah, the Kappas don't have a fucking epic luau, all right? The Pikes, Also, like, yeah, I never did frat stuff, so... Yeah, the, the the Kappas don't have amazing luau's. The the Pikes just kind of, like, diddle people at, at like, an airport <laughs> with a lot of beer. Uh, number 23, Puke and Rally. Great feeling. It's a great feeling. Um, I'm going to give very... it a C-plus based on the fact that you have to puke to feel it, and I hate puking. It's a very specific puke. It's the when you like chug a ton of beer and it's the foamy like um, when we played ultimate drinking, a, drinking a disc of beer is like a big thing, like right of pas- passage in the ultimate culture. And um, do you know how many beers can fit into like a standard ultimate frisbee? 175 gram disc craft ultra star frisbee, a pitcher. Hey. A pitcher. Okay. You can fit a pitcher in okay. there. Like you get like the surface tension, like bubble and everything. And so the way you had to drink it was like you were on your knees. It was on something elevated and you could only put your mouth on it. You can only take it away for like 10 seconds. It's like bobbing for apples. Yeah. I could like throw back a pitcher real quick. You have to do that. You're taking in all that air. So that vomit, that's all that like essentially burp in like foam. And then you can just fucking go. Yeah. I'm with you. C plus. Minor old like I talked about stuff. a lot. Like I'll take balls. a like I'll take a lot of shots, and then yeah. it, uh, you'll hit that one shot that just hits you like hits your stomach weird, and you're just like, and then you're just like, oh, I'm, I feel great now. I went from See, feeling like shit to feeling awesome. I don't I don't get that kind of drunk anymore. And um, I'll tell you what, I do not rally uh, a- after that. Uh, what I do is I've been so conditioned to being like drawn on and fucked with by my friends that like I find somewhere like tiny and I hide in it like a fucking house cat. Oh, I'll rally. I, and I take my it. pants off. I don't rally. Number 24 was your suggestion. Uh, passing a drunk test when you're drunk. Hold, hold on. All right, hold on. First, you, specifically, I, you said field sobriety test. Yes. Um, I do not condone drinking and driving. Uh, I got pulled over by cops on mountain bikes once. Uh, like, Rizzo was leaving a parking lot, and they administered a field sobriety test. I probably should not have been driving, but I pass that fucking field sobriety test i was gonna say disclaimer we do not condone drinking and driving at all combined combined with this the feeling of successfully running away from the cops yeah going through a physical challenge where the prize is not going to jail and winning great amazing i suggest everyone do it we were at a house party i was 18 years old we were at a house party with uh, and that that gets busted obviously as they do because there was about forty people in a house that maybe fit fifteen. Yeah, so it gets busted and we're walking out the dumbasses we are with backpacks on because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I don't want to lose my backpack. I like having my backpack. Yeah, who are the it's cops? Got, it's stopping? got all your beer in there too. It's got all the beer in there too. Who are the cops stopping coming out of the house? Everybody with backpacks. Yeah, those are the sn- only people they're stopping snatch you up like teenage drunk box turtles so they grab me it's me and my buddy they grab me check my id they just grab me they don't even check my id they grab me and be like what are you guys doing my buddy starts to run for it they go for him he's got like his hand on my wrist now i bolt for it 
Mm-hmm. They both go after me for a little bit. My buddy gets away. So we both ended up getting away. Yeah. It was amazing. All right. I've, I've got a, this one's a, it's a long con. It's a long play. It's along the same lines. I was with a very good friend of mine uh, when we went to, well, I was just kind of hanging out at the college playing ultimate Frisbee there. He still kind of went though. Uh, I was hanging out at his dorm room. And for some reason we decided it was okay to uh, partake in the, the, the devil's broccoli um, while we're there. And we like stunk up this entire dorm. And so of course the cops came. And so uh, he got arrested. I managed to not get arrested because I didn't say shit to those people. Um, And so he's like booked for possession. He has to go to court. Like he shows up for his court date. The cops nowhere to be found. He pleads not guilty. It's all gone. Nice. Because the, the cop had loaned his gun and his uh, bulletproof vest to his brother for a meth deal. They got busted up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So in a way, I feel like uh, maybe Vindicated. like me and, me and my friend who I won't say his name, uh, you know, we maybe we set the wheels in motion of justice in motion. I think so. I think you guys actually did something justice wise there. Uh, number mm-hmm. 25 is one we kind of touched earlier. It's when your long shot future bet wins. It, it's always, it's like such a good feeling. I hope to feel that feeling. I've been so close in football and basketball. Dude, LSU in 2019, getting them at 50 to one was such a nice feeling. That's fucking hot shit right there, it Jim. Was amazing. It was so amazing. Yeah. Uh, 27. When you're in the process of bowling a perfect game, like you're on frame seven mm-hmm. and you, you have another strike that feeling uh, of just tension and mm-hmm. potential. It's so fun. It, I mm-hmm. give that like a B plus. Cause do you, also you feel like throwing, you're so nervous though, too. Do you get, I get such like a level of anxiety that it puts me in like a tunnel vision. I actually feel like I go like partially like blind. Like, in yeah, the I, yeah. Yep. When I'm like on, you know, it's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and similar vein, a hole in one, whether it's pitch and putt or like actually on the golf course, hole in ones are just fun. Yeah, I've, ne- I've definitely never had one. Um, I'm going to say uh, that's got to feel pretty, pretty baller because hitting, hitting the golf ball is hard. I've never I've never gotten one, but I've been with people who have gotten one. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. immediate feeling is awesome. The issue is at most courses and at my home course is the person who gets a hole in one has to buy everyone Everybody on the golf drinks. course a drink. Everybody yep. on the golf course a drink, which could be like 60 people. That's like whenever I shot like skeet. Um your first like perfect round where you bust all 25 targets, uh, all the guys you shot with got to take your hat off, throw it in the air, shoot it. Like, fuck there that, man. Like, I had drip. The hat looks good. <laughs> so I always missed one when we were practicing. Smart move. Yep. Number 29, the minutes leading up to a blackout, like when you can kind of feel yourself blacking out. Oh. Um, and you're just like, you're just like, oh, if I take like three more drinks, this night's not getting remembered. Yeah, I have two words that always take me to that town. Uh, they are Hennessy and Cavassier. Uh, <laughs> I went on a cognac kick until I realized that like it turns me into the fucking werewolf. Like it just completely blacks me out. Like I had a birthday where I should have been wearing like a helmet cam because of the that brown liquor, and like I uh, apparently almost got me and my friends into a fight with every homeless man in Little Rock and the Taco Bell line. Uh, I tried to kick a fence, I missed it, and like flipped and landed on my head. And when I woke up the next morning, it looked like a taco tornado had rolled through and I had cheese and lettuce in my belly button. My two words are Captain and Morgan. Uh, cool. Get me involved with – I could drink other rum, but Captain Morgan just puts me to bed. Cappy Mo. I, mm. yeah, just mm. night-night juice. Yeah. And number 30 is successfully lying to someone. Whether like it's it's an authority figure or someone you just don't like, 
lying yeah. to people is kind of fun. And they just totally buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dope. It's good. I mean, it's a good, it's a good way to practice that, that straight face of like when they, act, especially if it's like real ridiculous and like, there's no way they're going to believe it. And then they believe it and you're like, Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. That'll do it. That's everything we have to grade. Uh, we're going long. I like, I like these kind of longer episodes. Chase, is there anything you want to shout out? Anything you got going on before we dip out? I want to sh- shout out the people of the garage for fun. For Garageburg, we stand. Um, and then, uh, you know, hey, Wednesdays, I've got my show with uh, America's Best Racing, uh, Megan Devine, Devine and the Dog. Um, check Great in for show, that. by the way. Check in for that, for a little bit of horse racing. Uh, I have another, got a little podcast I'm dabbling in with our, with our friend of the of the garage, Eric, uh, called the Cocktail Hour, uh, that we've been doing on Tuesdays. Um, got, a, got a couple exciting things coming down the line that uh, I'll be able to talk about a little bit later, but pumped about them. And wait until mid-May, folks. Y'all know what's going on with me. Got the gymnasium every Sunday. I got plenty of stuff going on. Uh, the the garage news update coming out Tuesday. And then I Investigator Jim's been doing a deep dive on uh, Major League Football and fan-controlled football. So keep your eyes peeled for that. So Rampage Tour always goes strong. And then, uh, I'll be cooking. I'll be uh, This week, I'm actually making drinks. I'm making I'm making Ooh. drinks for my cooking episode. Are so, you like going and getting like legit like mixers and all the different? I have yeah, alcohols? I have like the whole cocktail like making set and everything. Okay. So what I'm doing yeah. is I I have a list that Maddie helped me make uh, last episode, mm. and I'm making uh, as many drinks as I can in an hour. And what I'm doing is I'm making a drink. I'm gonna have a drink, make a drink, have a drink as many as I can in an hour. No way, and this sounds poorly. I will be tuning I, in. I will take audience suggestions. They will bump whatever's on the list. Mm-hmm. So, I I want everybody. I want you to. I'm gonna find some like uh, old school like speakeasy like gin recipes where you have to use like egg whites and shit. Um, I'll, I'll try. Yeah. I'll try and separate an egg white. By, by the way, tell me you lived in the depression without telling me you lived in the depression where you're putting fucking egg whites in your liquor. Dude, egg whites in booze are kind of bomb. Not gonna lie, it's bougie. It's bougie. It's, it's bougie. It's That'll bougie. do it for this episode of the Gymnasium, folks. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find us. We're everywhere. Love you guys. Yeah. Stay. Love you guys. Love you guys who are commenting. Jenna, yeah. we love you. Jenna, Jenna's a fucking goat. She's Micro a soldier. Goat. Love you guys. Peace out. Stay garage certified, everybody. <laughs>